Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. up to no good was how they approached Jesus did you notice how they approached him we know you're true and you teach the ways of God flattery they approached him with flattery they didn't believe any of that stuff you know how we know that they didn't actually believe what they were saying they would have been followers of Jesus if they had actually believed that stuff when someone is trying to get on your good side it usually raises red flags you know that they're buttering you up because they want something. Today, Pastor Robert shares that this exact thing happened to Jesus. He knew that the Pharisees and Sadducees wanted to trap him, especially when they started with flattery. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, it's funny, sometimes the more familiar passages can be the ones that, as teachers of the Bible, we we struggle with the most. And this this one kind of surprised me a little bit in the beginning, but, but I was thinking about, you know, Matthew 22, and we're kind of in the middle, verses 15 to 22 is what we're eventually going to look at, but it, for some reason, it just made me think about when I was a kid, you know, a little boy growing up in central Georgia, we had one television channel, um, it was a CBS affiliate, and on those rare occasions when we watched the news, because it wasn't, you know, like as kids especially, we weren't all that eager to sit in front of the television and watch the news. But, but when we did, we had one option. It was Walter Cronkite. I heard that ring a bell with some of you. There he is. Yep. I think he's still alive, actually. I saw a photo. Or, um, but, but, you know, he, he didn't give a whole lot of opinions or or even share a lot of his personal insights into the news of the day. You know, it was just, it was just him, and he sat there, and, um, and he'd have, you know, his, his papers there in front of him on, the, on his desk, and, and um, you know, he would, in a very somber and matter-of-fact way, just tell you what happened that day. That was it what was going on around the country, and we usually didn't hear too much about other places in the world except Vietnam because of the war that was going on. You know, we'd hear what happened that day um, or that week in, in Vietnam, and, and he didn't do any interviews that I can remember. I was thinking that, and this is, that's what hit me, was I can't remember 
when I was a child ever seeing on the TV news any interviews at all. Now, maybe they happened, and, and I just don't remember, but, but I don't remember any of them, you know, and, and today we seem to get about as much opinion as fact most of the time, and boy, do we ever do, get interviews, right? It's like everybody interviewing everybody. We've got media people interviewing other media people, right? News people interviewing other news people to find out their expert opinion about the news, and it just reminded me of this passage, this, this or, or, or I don't know, it, it just kind of hit me that way, and Maybe it won't make a bit of sense to you, but I'm hoping it will. Matthew 22:15, the Bible says, Then the Pharisees went and plotted how they might entangle him in his talk. Does that not sound like a TV news interview? I mean, it does to me. It's just like, and it doesn't matter who it is. They, they, they might even agree with the person. You know what I mean? But they're, but they're going to try to get, because they need something that will create a little bit of excitement, something that will create a little bit of controversy. I got, I got invited to appear on a talk show 20 years ago, you know, when there was a TV station that operated on Miami Beach, and they were going to bring in a bunch of strippers. <laughs> Seriously. And, and they wanted me to come in and, um, as a, a local pastor and talk about, you know, that industry and, and because there's a strip club across the street from an elementary school and what did I think about that and, and all of this kind of stuff. And, and I said, no, you know, I'm, I, th- thank you, but no. And the producer, female, was shocked and amazed that I wouldn't come on there. Why, why would you not want to be, you, we're going to give you a couple hours to present your point of view and your perspective and your thoughts on this. And, and I said, no, I, I appreciate it, but no, thank you. Why not? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I said, because I don't want to alienate these women that I'm hoping to reach with the gospel at some point. And I know what your objective is going to be, and it's not going to be getting my point across, right? That wasn't going to be her agenda, the agenda of the program. This, I love the fact that it's right here in black and white. The Pharisees went and plotted how they might entangle him in his talk. Just watch the news. You get a great example of what this looks like. Anyway, verse 16 continues. They sent, they sent to him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God in truth. Nor do you care about anyone, for you do not regard the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius, and he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And he said to them, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. When they'd heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Now, I want you to notice this is a really interesting alliance here between two groups that normally didn't get along. They were not exactly best friends. You know, the Herodians were a politically powerful group. The Pharisees were the religious elite. One was anti-Caesar, the religious people, the Pharisees. But the other, the Herodians, they were pro-Rome. They were pro-Caesar. They were 
make the best of it, get close to them, utilize you know, whatever relationships they can for personal power and advancement. These two groups that were not in agreement politically joined together with a common goal of destroying Jesus Christ. First clue that they were up to no good was how they approached Jesus. Did you notice how they approached him? We know you're true. And you teach the ways of God. Flattery. They approached him with flattery. They didn't believe any of that stuff. You know how we know that they didn't actually believe what they were saying? They would have been followers of Jesus if they had actually believed that stuff. And they weren't. They didn't believe any of it. They were saying things that were true, but they were saying those things in an attempt to blindside him with their question. They hadn't come to Jesus with an honest inquiry about whether or not it was right to pay taxes to an oppressive dictator. Now, they'd come with the hope that they could catch him off guard, get him to say something which they could then spin and use it against him. It's the same tactic that we see every day on all of the news networks, no matter who's being interviewed. It's going to come up sooner or later. It's going to be employed. They can devise a way to catch something that they can then pound the person with. You see it in the news media. You see, it, you see the politicians doing it. So the, the, these, these men began with flattery. They began with this insincere praise for the character of Jesus and the teaching of Jesus and so forth. In Psalm chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, the, the psalmist is praying for God to guide him when he says this. He says, lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast, Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.